Milwaukee United Church of Christ presents What Message Are You Hearing? A reflection by the Rev. Jean Randall Bodman presented on Sunday, September 13th, 2020. A few weeks ago, a friend posted a funny little meme on my Facebook wall. It was a picture of a person peeping through the Venetian blinds saying, me, wondering what chapter from Revelation we're doing today. I wish that still felt funny. Between worldwide pandemic, nationwide social unrest, and a corrupt federal government, devastating wildfires raging across the West, here in Oregon, and so close to some of our own homes, filling all our eyes and throats and lungs with smoke. We might well be excused for wondering if we are, in fact, facing the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Someone texted me earlier this week and said, we don't in our tradition focus much on the apocalyptic texts that are part of our tradition. But is there a message in what's been happening? I think many of us have been wondering how to make sense of the last few months. Maybe just lately, you too have been wondering if the apocalypse is upon us. Maybe you have perceived a message from everything that's been happening that you would like to share. And there will be time for some sharing later, but I will get us started. In apocalyptic literature, prophetic visions or a divine messenger provide a great unveiling or a revelation of things that had not been seen before. Things that were till now unknown, or ignored. These visions and messages often include revelations of a cataclysmic and destructive ending to civilization or even to all of human life. But they don't have to. What is unveiled could lead to more life instead of to destruction. So no, I don't think an angry God is sending us pestilence, flood, and fire to punish us, or even just to get our attention. But I do believe there are messages for us in everything that is unfolding around us, just as there always are. But now, here in 2020, it does feel as if things have been unveiled for our eyes to see whether they were there all along and we just ignored them, or if they had been hidden. Here are some of the message, messages I have seen and heard in these last months, intensified in these last difficult days. I think we are living in a cultural system that is a little bit insane. A culture that teaches us to focus so entirely upon individual actualization and gratification, to focus on getting all our needs met, and to keep expanding and expanding what is considered a need. In our Western culture, we have been so enticed by the vision of the importance and even the nobility of our individual wants and needs that we have forgotten that we are part of a web of life. 
that we belong to that web of life and should be living in community and reciprocity with it. We have been taught to think of everything in the world as a commodity to be exploited instead of a gift to be accepted and used with gratitude and the reciprocity of a gift of stewardship to prevent depletion. That cycle of gift and re-gift of receiving and giving back has been broken by our culture. We have been ignoring the voice of the earth for so long that we've driven climate change to the point where more intense storms, more widespread and intense fires are a natural consequence of our behavior. So for me, one lesson of 2020 is, listen, the earth is speaking. We are living in a cultural system that is a little bit insane, that teaches us that competition is the only rule of nature, that winning is everything, that greed is good, and that cooperation and self-sacrifice are for losers. I was reminded of the movie from the 1980s called Wall Street. I'm not sure if, if any of you will remember it, but there's a very despicable character in it, Gordon Gecko, who famously said, greed is good. And when we saw that movie back in the 80s, we all knew to view him with dismay and to hold his values in contempt. But thinking about it, I believe that character was saying out loud the silent part of how our economic system is actually constructed to teach us to want more and more, to be numb to the reality that we are caught up in something we cannot control, a system that is driven by advertisers convincing us to borrow money we can't afford to buy things we don't need. We live in a system that wants us to show the world who we are by what we own. A system that tries to teach us to identify ourselves to ourselves by what we purchase. I'm the kind of person who. Advertisers are yelling at us all the time on our screens, large and small, in newsprint and magazines and billboards and on just about every human created space that your eye falls on in a day. Do this experiment. Once the world is more open to us, spend a day noticing every time someone is advertising to you. You'll be astounded by the count at the end of the day. It is loud, loud in our minds, in our eyes, and it entices us to stop listening to our own selves, to have no time to settle into the quiet of our own souls. What the pandemic and social distancing have unfailed to me is that our souls are saying to us, listen to me, I am speaking to you. The same economic system that is insane is so out of balance that some people consider it outrageous that workers should demand a livable wage. Some people think it is something to boast of that CEOs make hundreds and thousands of times more money than the workers they employ. 
because workers are expendable. There are always more workers to be found. When tech giants earn billions but will not offer medical benefits to their workers, there is a message to us. Our sisters and brothers are saying, listen to me, I cannot live like this. And of course, 2020 has unveiled the racism that still infests our country. And it has, it has unveiled that there are some who are willing to stoke the fear that underlies racism, to make it worse and to inflame it. Our black and brown sisters and brothers are saying, listen to me, this is what my life has been and this is what it is now. These are some of the messages of 2020, the great apocalyptic unveiling of a life out of balance. We have not been listening to the earth. We have not been listening to our own spirits. We have not been listening to our sisters and brothers. We have not been listening to the earth, but the other message is that some are listening now because 2019 and 2020 also gave us Greta Thunberg and a groundswell of social activism for the environment. Our current administration may be ignoring climate science, but thousands and thousands of us are not. And hundreds of businesses, small and large, care more than the federal government does. We have not been listening to our own spirits, but some of us are listening now. Sent home by social distancing, there has been a great pause, a great inhalation and exhalation as we all slow down. We have not been listening to each other, to our sisters and our brothers, but when George Floyd was murdered and people took to the streets all over the country and all over the world, it was not just black people crying out, say their names, Black Lives Matter. It was black and white and every race and ethnicity together marching for a more just world. We have not been listening to, listening to each other, but in this moment of crisis, many are listening now. When the earth is erupting from our neglect, when we are hurting and in need, when things are at their very worst, people are often at their very best, willing to react in acts of selflessness and generosity, simply being human together. As our readings today remind us, fear and courage are born in the same place. The gospel story of incarnation reminds us, reminds us of what is indigenous to us, goodness and courage, always the possibility of courage. We are made in the image of something good. In this apocalyptic moment of unveiling, we can shake off layers of insensibility that our culture has wrapped around us. We can be heartened by the words given to Joshua as God sent him into the land to create there the beloved community of God's own people. If we keep our hearts centered on God's way of love, we will know that God is with us. 
And in that certainty, certainty, we will have courage and strength for the living of these days. Listen, listen, listen.